full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hello. Good afternoon. That's right. He turns on my mic before he turns What's on yours. What's going on? It's called seniority. Oh. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what we're calling? Is that where we're at? <laughs> Uh, big show today. A lot of different things to cover. Utah State basketball has a new player that's going to be wearing an Aggie uniform. Uh, another familiar face for Coach Odom. And uh, this is a really intriguing pickup. We'll talk about that. Um, Utah State football held their final scrimmage of the spring, their annual blue-white game. And, man, the crowd was awesome. Well, if you ask a reporter from down south, it wasn't great. No, the crowd was awesome. Don't listen to that guy. He had a weird question. Just, it was good. Really good crowd. Great to see the football on the field, this new coaching staff. Uh, There were some really good things to take away from that. Uh, We'll hear from the coach and some of the players and how things played out on Saturday and kind of what developments have been taking place over the course of the spring. Utah Jazz are taking on the L.A. Lakers tonight. May have a few more familiar faces. That we didn't see on Saturday afternoon. Told you we're screwed. We're not screwed. Yeah, we Look, are. I had over the weekend. I had a couple different people say, "Oh, that Jazz game that was embarrassing." I'm like, "Wait, hold on a minute." Their three All Stars for the Jazz were on the bench. The two best players in the league were on the bench for the Lakers, and we still lost. Right. It was a game of scrubs, but the Jazz. So our scrubs into, are worse than their scrubs. Well, here's the difference. That other team, they've been used to playing that way. For weeks. Okay, don't give me that. Was that was the first time the Jazz don't didn't give me have that. those three All-Stars in the game. The, the three starters were out, and your one of your primary backups was out. So you still the, the first time the goal is still the same: way. play good defense, score buckets. I mean, and they got it to overtime against the Lakers. So wait, so this is where we're at then. That minus starters, we're still going to be in trouble because their bench is better than our bench. No, no, you're missing the point. No, that is the point. That team has been playing that way. The Lakers have been playing that way with that their current group of people for several weeks. So they have look, those are guys that are getting standard minutes. For the Jazz, it was a cobbled together total change of what they've been used to for the first time all season. And they still found a way to to make it close and get it to overtime and should have had they had an opportunity to win. They just had a breakdown on defense on the last possession. So they should have won that game despite having three All-Stars on the bench. So I am not concerned. I am not in freak-out mode. Like, a lot of people are like, that was embarrassing. That was a bad loss. I wouldn't say it's embarrassing. This team is not a contender. Hold on. Pump the brakes. I'm not embarrassed. I am incredibly concerned, though. Like, if we get to the playoffs and we face the Lakers, which we probably will, maybe in the second round, that's what we got to deal with. I'm worried. I mean, and I'm and like, and I say I'm worried, but I predicted this. You're okay? worried because Juwan Morgan's going to play 20 minutes? No, I'm worried because their bench is better than our bench, and that when we play them 
and I, I, I predicted this already, when we face the Lakers in a seven-game series straight up, we're losing in six or less. Because their bench, their reserves are better than ours. They're deeper on that side than ours. They're better. And by the way... They're not better. And, and they are. And and by the way, when LeBron and AD get healthy, watch out. Watch out. That team is going to be on a, on a head hunt. Yeah. They're good. And they proved it. Look, I'm not denying that Los Angeles will be a good team when LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis return. Yeah. I'm just saying, let's not freak out over this one game when there was a un- totally unusual circumstance for the Jazz. Yeah. They were totally un- un- uh, unprepared. They, haven't had go- they hadn't gone through anything unprepared? like this. Well, they hadn't gone through anything like this before. Ursan Ilyasova as your starting center? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Look, the guy's done nothing in a Jazz uniform until Saturday afternoon. Be ready to play at all times. And he did. He did. He actually played well. Give him credit for that. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, let's open up our text message line, and they're going to all say that I'm right. 435-339-0321. Text into our Gil Mortgage text line. By the way, Cody, producer here. How you doing? I'm doing great. Are you sure? Because like when I walked in, you're like, hey, hi. How are you guys? <laughs> Matt, you he doing okay? He was very friendly to me when I came in. Okay. Don't over-exaggerate it. <laughs> okay. He had good energy and... I got the vibe was going. I'm great. You doing all right? I'm doing great. Are you? No, I'm. I'm glad someone's concerned for my well being. We all. Like, we both are. Oh, we, you know. Guys. I mean, we both. I mean, we want you to feel big, chill. You know. Oh, I'm. We want you to be uh, close. I'll, you know, I'll take fills. it. I'll take it. You're I mean, no, big. I, I tried to use some big of fills, intern man. Cody's don't. lingo yeah, on my you, kids this weekend. You don't, man. And they're like, Dad, just stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, and the and, kids and, were outside playing with all their friends, and I like st- stopped the car and rolled the window down. I'm trying to use some of the cool lingo I learned from intern Cody. And like, Dad, just keep on driving. Are you feeling big? Are you feeling big chill right now? Big feels? We, we are big chill. You know, that just means that I'm disassociated from the younger kids, too. That just means I'm old. Exactly. I literally had my 12-year-old run up to me and start to reach his hand in the car to start putting the uh, the window up. <laughs> hey, how old are you, Cody? I'm 22. Are you 22? Yeah. How long have you been married for to your beautiful better half? Uh, I've been married for about three, four months. I mean, she's an angelic gal, too. She she's is. wonderful. Whew. I don't know how she puts up like with the whole... No. 14-year-old talk. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I just, that, I mean, do you, I... No, she she beats me on occasion. It's it's fine. Like I just she don't gets get me, it. She puts me I in I saw line. her the other day, and we were talking. I was like, do you, I mean, do you let him talk like that at home? And she was very, no, I don't. Nor, and we shouldn't let him talk like that on air. That's, that is... Uh, it, what he's saying is usually better than your... No, no, desperativity... made up Desperativity words. is a word. <laughs> Doris Burke said it one time. Don't blame me. Blame Doris. 435-339-0321. Cody, thank you so much for being here. Grateful to have you. We're going to hear a lot from Cody throughout the day. Hey, thanks. Uh, what's our text line looking like so Yeah, far? we got a few things coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line. Hit me. From 4446. Okay. Refs came out and said Lakers got four points they shouldn't have to end regulation due to missed calls. It's true. Yeah. The, they uh, did. Two hey, what bad was the, ones. The, the uh, Ilya Silva one, right? Yeah, it was so obvious that it was a charge. They uh, called it a blocking foul instead. Um, and then there's another one with uh, Dennis Schroeder, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, Dennis gets everything in the books. It's two crazy. Two really bad calls. Yeah. So they came out in the two-minute report and said, yeah, we missed those. 4446 <laughs> uh, four, adds, shouldn't have gone to overtime. We won. Refs gave it to them. I won't say that. Mm. Our bench 
I mean, our bench, our starters that are our bench. I just I feel like, which is true, which I I, I just feel like, I mean, they're, they they got off to a bad start again, uh, fell behind, way behind, had to play catch up, exhausted themselves getting there. Jordan Clarkson hits a three. We give up, but then we give up a bucket on the other end. And when we, when we went to overtime, that thing was over. Yeah, I agree. They needed to win it in regulation. What was the final score? I didn't even. 127 to 115. So we still lost by 12. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, another uh, text coming through, which is kind of similar from 8798. Also okay. remember the NBA loves the Lakers more than they love the Jazz. The NBA is all about their ratings. Lakers bring in viewers. I, I see, but I'm not. And I understand what 8798 is saying. But here's the caveat to that. Uh, one, it's not 2009. If this was 2009, I would totally agree with you. Because Kobe got everything he wanted. And and they made sure that the Lakers were going to move on to the NBA final. I mean, it was they had to. You couldn't have LA not be in there because then the ratings would just drop. I don't feel like that is the case anymore. I, I don't. Especially when Anthony Davis and LeBron James are not playing. I don't know if they really care about what team wins. Especially, I mean, it's a bench game. Uh, the thing that did concern me was what how that might affect the Jazz in the standings. Yeah. Turns out the Suns turned out a worse performance than oh Utah Oh, my gosh. Did. How about that? They got rocked by the Spurs. Yeah. I didn't see Just that before coming. before they go out on I know, a that, brutal yeah. road trip. And I got a brutal road trip. Here's my concern. We played a chunk of big games in a small amount of time. Got the Lakers tonight, 8 o'clock ESPN. Is that right, Eric, I believe? Cody? Uh, I thought it was Is was it 6 or, or is it 7.30? I don't know if it was 7.30. I, I thought it was 8 o'clock on ESPN. You're right. It's 8 o'clock on ESPN. Yep. And then who do we got available? I know we got to recap last night's game, but who do we got available tonight? So Rudy Gobert and Mike Connolly are listed as probable. Okay, I would say they're playing. Ersan Ilyasova is doubtful. Oh my gosh, he plays one game and he's like, "Not, ah, I'm out for a week." <laughs> and I don't he's tapping his head, getting the breather. <laughs> I, <didn't laughs> I did more than I've done all year. And then uh, I think uh, Derek Favors is uh, questionable. Derek's questionable. No, did he even play on Saturday? No, he did not. That's where we're at. See, again, that's why you're going to get your butts kicked in the playoffs. Okay? I know you guys are excited to see the Jazz NBA Finals, and I'm here to tell you realistically, no way in the world it happens. And it's not because of the refs. It's because the Jazz are not good enough after your first five. You think Jordan Clarkson means anything? Oh, he does, but what are you going to have him do? Score 50 off the bench? I mean, come on now. If he scores 20 to 25, that's huge. You you think Jordan, that's what he can do? You think Jordan normally does. consistently is going to score twenty to twenty five off the bench against the Lakers? Yes. Uh, what was the line for Clarkson in uh, on Saturday? Oh, that's a good question. He I had twenty seven. Shot what? He was eleven of twenty seven. Holy crap! He had twenty seven points and he took twenty seven shots to get there. Yes. Do you see the problem? <laughs> you Jazz needed somebody who could was willing to take shots. What was uh what was uh Ilya Sova's line? Seven of eleven. Oh, he shot well. Six for eight from three. What? Five boards, four steals, two blocks, and twenty points. <laughs> wow. Hey, that Matt Thomas signing might be one of the worst signings we've ever made in franchise history. 
<laughs> I don't know about that because there have been some stinkers. No, well, he's he's but rising. I was up to expecting the top. him to be a little bit more of a contributor up. by I now. I thought he was supposed to be a three point shooter. What did he shoot? He was zero for three. <laughs> Overall, zero for one from three. I mean, very cool. Yeah, we signed that guy. <laughs> Wait, do we sign or do we trade for him? We traded for him. Are you serious, Lindsey? Be better. I mean, if if that's the kind of work we're gonna do, let me be the GM then. I could take a salary. And I could go out there and trade for G League guys. Is that what we want to do? You're good at video games. So Dude, you know. Yeah. I just made a sweet trade on my uh, NBA 2K21 franchise mode. So, yes, I can do well. Not pull out Matt Thomas from Toronto and then say he's a great shooter and he's 0 for 3. Perhaps more concerning for me was that George Niang was really hesitant and just kept missing shots. Your man, George, he was 4 no, for 20. No, George. stop it. Stop it, both of you. He had open looks, and then <laughs> wow. at the end of the game, he was so tentative, he was passing away. We're normally wow. just in rhythm. More in rhythm, shoot. hitting the side of the backboard. But your man, George, was uh He's not my man. I'm not taking any credit for this one. Saturday This afternoon. is all you. What was his line? Nine points, four for 12 shooting. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. That Five guy boards, still has a uniform? Assists. In 22 minutes, <laughs> so bad. I'm t- like, like he's gonna have one good game every other month, but then there's that stretch where again he's hitting the side of the backboard. He's, I mean, he's over passing a guy or overthrowing a guy by like five feet. Uh, he's making dumb decisions and he can't play defense. <laughs> yeah, I like look. I, I know you're a big George Nian guy, but. Got to pump the brakes. Okay, so Eric. Well, here's here's something that really concerns me. Okay, the Lakers had 52 team rebounds compared to Utah's 37. Man, without Rudy Gobert, Even without Rudy and Derek, and Derek Favors, Favors, they really suffer. And uh, is they didn't have any second chance opportunities. What did John Morgan? What was his line? Do you have that? Uh, 20 minutes. He was three for four. Not bad. Six points. Hey, KCP. Five boards and two assists. KCP had a pretty good line for the Lakers. What was he? Uh, yeah, in 41 minutes, Jeez. 25 points, five boards, two assists, two steals, one block. That's a menace. He's a problem. He's a huge issue. Uh, anyway, so so what, him and Kuzma was pretty good, wasn't he? Uh, 13 points, six assists, six boards, two steals and a block. Drummond was the, 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 the Jazz really struggled to have an answer for Andre Drummond. With Derek Favors and Rudy Gobert out, they just didn't have anybody with the same size and athleticism to to match Drummond. And their starters finished in the plus line, right? All of LA's starters were in the plus. Gosh, dang it. Double digits in the plus. Really? Yeah. Every single one. Yep. That's so bad. Didn't Morris have a good game, too? Ike? Morris, what did he have? Ten points. How many boards? One block, three assists, 12, 12 boards. boards. Wow. I'm telling you, it's like, look, you, starter-wise, we're going to be able to compete with anybody in the Western Conference. Bench-wise, we're in deep, deep doo-doo. Hey, a little surprised that we haven't seen a lot of Mie Oni lately. Yes, me too. And I don't know, because normally we'd see him in the rotation pretty regularly, especially Again, in a game like that. I would have expected we would have seen 15, 20 minutes from Mie Oni and said he only plays two. Again, it's that short leash. 
Like, Quinn Snyder is really weird when it comes to having that leash. He can either pull it on you and shorten it up, or he'll give you a little bit of leeway. Like, on Dante Exum, at least Exum, put him out tight. there for his defense. Amen. Yeah, I'm with you. And then Brantley, he had that really good game just last week. Yeah. And he only played seven. I don't get it. So, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Okay, so Jazz Lakers tonight, 8 o'clock. Yes. Uh, give me, I mean, give me your top, like, worry for tonight's game. Is it handling Drummond? Is it handling KCP? Uh, is it consistency on the offensive end? What is it? Or D, all of the above. <laughs> True. Uh, I think for me, just uh, doing a better job with rebounds and being more deliberate defensively. Yeah. I mean, they, they gave L.A. Um, lots of opportunities to to score. They didn't take away a lot of scoring. And they, they dialed up their defense in the fourth quarter, which allowed them a chance to get back into the game. But they can't just decide to turn it on. They have to play like that for an entire game. Yeah. But I think having Rudy and, and Mike Connolly back will really help settle a lot of things down for the Jazz. Because then you have guys playing more of their natural roles, their natural rotations. And it's going to help a lot. Okay, so what's your starting lineup tonight then? Because Joe Ingles plays right. Bogey should be playing. Yeah. So then... So my guess it would be Rudy, Boyan, Mike Connolly, okay. uh, Joe I'm Ingles. Yep. Rudy, Boyan, Ingles, Conley. Yeah, okay. Wait, am I missing somebody? Rudy, Boyan, Ingles, Conley. Royce. Oh, Royce. I tried Royce. Yeah, that's because no. he, he sat, right, on Saturday? Or did he no, play? No, he, he played. He played. He played. He played 40 minutes. What was his line? Uh, he had 14 points on 6 for 14 shooting, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Wow, he was good. Royce was really good. Yeah, so I, I think the Jazz will be fine. And I think I mean, they're favored by six and a half tonight. Are they really? I think that they'll... The Jazz are favored by six and a half. Yes. Drugs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I'm trying to be realistic. Maybe there is a sort of like sprinkle of pessimism in there, but you can't blame us. Okay? Because I'm telling you, in a seven-game series, what's going to falter us the most is going to be the bench. Our five's going to be great. Our bench is going to be atrocious. I don't know if I'd say atrocious. You got the sixth man of the year, who's an offensive flamethrower. But they can lock him down. Joe Ingles normally would be on the bench. That's true. Sorry, I'm eating ice. Yeah, that's Derek, true. Derek Favors, a healthy Derek Favors, a good room protector, good pick-and-roll guy. Mm-hmm. Those are three solid guys off your bench. It's not like it's this huge gaping hole. The problem is, is Derek's getting slower. He's not healthy. Uh, Joe's good. I like Joe. He's slow defensively, but he, but offensively he'll be there for you. Clarkson's Clarkson. You're gonna get. You're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get out of JC every time he comes off the bench. Consistent scoring, okay defense. But the big man is is where I worry. Like KCP's gonna have a heyday. Uh, Drummond's not so. Drummond's not starting, right? Or he would be starting by then, right? 
Or is Anthony Davis starting? Well, by playoffs, we would normally think it would be Anthony Davis starting. Okay, so then if Anthony Davis is starting and Drummond's coming off the bench, what? Derek Favors is going to slow down Andre Drummond? At least keep him in check. No way. There was nobody he to keep, keep him, him in check, check on Saturday. There's no way. And Derek, Derek, who's what, 64, has a bad back, <laughs> bad knees, bad feet, bad eyesight. Look, I love Derek. I do. It sure sounds like No, I do. But when we're talking about this Lakers team, Andre Drummond is going to give him everything. He's going to eat his lunch. I don't think he'll be as effective as he was on Saturday afternoon. Wow. Okay. Um, 6328, back to our Guild Mortgage text line. 6328 says, does a healthy Utah Jazz team make a case for a finals chance? And... And is it do or die for the Jazz this season? Ooh, great question. I think the Jazz are in a position now where they're they're contemplating more of this uh, realization that we need to have rested, healthy players yeah. for the playoffs. If we want any chance. Trying to hold on to the number one seed all season long or the vast majority of the season it's a nice, I guess, mental edge, but physically, that's more important. You know, I love what Tony Jones and Dan Clayton tweeted out last, I think it was Saturday after the game, because people were, you know, as you said, losing their mind on Twitter. And, and, and Tony said, look, the Jazz could care less if it's the one or two seed. They don't care. Do you agree with that? Do you think that they should care if, if they're the one seed or the two seed? I don't know that there's a dramatic difference as of right now. I think when we get a little bit later down the line and start to see the the pairings and the matchups, ah. then maybe that starts to become more of a thing. Because if, when you look at the either the one or the two, they're going to face a team that just had to play a little mini tournament just to face them. Yeah, good point. So they'll have an advantage of facing a team that had to play some extra time, and uh, and they'll be at the advantage there. So... I don't know that it really matters that much, though. Still, the number one seed is better. I uh, and then the other point that they brought up is well, I guess to, to the point to the original. Does a healthy team make a case for a finals chance? Yes, but they don't make the finals. I said again, we talked about this, and you answered it, Eric. I asked you straight up: seven game series, both teams healthy, Lakers, Jazz. You said. I said Lakers. Bingo. Thank you. It is the Lakers. And there's no way you question that. LeBron James and Anthony Davis healthy should scare the crap out of anybody and everybody in the Western Conference. And, like, if they fall to six, you are upset if you're the three seed. You're livid. Because you know exactly what you're getting from those guys. Eric, see? Eric's a realist. I have finally talked him into it. My phone's blowing up. Everyone's accusing you of being a Lakers fan, AJ. I'm not too a cynical. Lakers fan. You're hurting everyone's no, feelings. No, I'm not a Lakers fan. Okay, to all of Cody's friends texting him, okay? I've got big feels. Okay, I understand. I'm not a Lakers fan. I am a realist. And I can tell you right now, as Eric just announced to everybody, the same thought I have. Seven-game series, both teams healthy. It's the Lakers. It's the Lakers, and I and if I'm not mistaken, it's less than seven, right? No, you told me it was less than seven. No, I didn't say that. I swear, I'm gonna get receipts. 
I keep them. <laughs> I'm going to find them. And back to the other question from 6328, is it do or die for the Jazz this season? No. I think we're all right. I, and I agree with you. Yeah. I think there's okay. still a good young core. Mike Conley is still more time. And here's the thing. is like Mike Conley feels like he's got a second breath now. He's in Utah. He's, he's healthy. He gets the system. He's feeling like he's contributing more. Same with Joe Ingles. He's found his role. JC has found his role. We're going to be okay there. I'm, I'm not worried. 5760 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Lakers would have the top two players in a seven-game series with the Jazz, but the Jazz would have the best three through seven. Three through seven? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 and, I, and I laugh with love, but uh, I, I, would, I would disagree. I mean, we got JC, right? I, I like JC. Bogey, maybe. Yeah, they don't have a shooter like Boyan. Kuzma. Oh, he's not a shooter like Boyan. Boyan hasn't been a shooter for like a month. <laughs> okay, actually, no, I, I take that back. He's been yeah, he's been better. That's why I take that back. Week, okay, weeks. okay. So no, let, let, let's let, let's look at that. Uh, three. Okay, so they have the best two players to the Lakers: LeBron and Anthony Davis. Three through seven. So, if LeBron and Anthony Davis are the best two, who do they cancel out from the Jazz? Rudy. And Rudy Donovan. and Donovan. And Donovan. Okay. Okay. So, let's go three through seven then. So, Mike Connolly, a better point guard than they have. Yes. He's better than Dennis Schroeder. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Royce O'Neal or Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I'll take KCP all day. I don't know if I'd take him all day, but he's definitely more of a scorer than, than Royce is. And he can still play defense. That Come was, on. That was debatable in my mind. Really? Yeah. I mean, Royce is a... Just total impact on the court. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going KCP on this one. With all due respect to Royce. Okay, if we're then, talking about total impact on the court, KCP. Okay. Then Boyan versus Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, when you say like that, Boyan. Yeah. Okay, Boyan. I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Favors and Drummond. Drummond, come on, you know Drummond. better. Yeah. Um, and then Jordan I mean, Clarkson or Montrez Harrell. See, that's a good one. I know they don't like match up. No, but, but I, I see what you're, you're doing. Looking, like important yes. guys off the bench. And, and, and I mean, regards of like just imperativeness of the players that come off the bench into those two, I would say those two are almost the most important. Ugh. JC can score off the charts, but yeah. Montrez can lock you down. I'm taking JC though. I take Jordan Clarkson. Joe Ingles or I'm trying to think of someone off the bench. Uh we've we've left off uh Mr. Headband. Oh, the white mamba? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh okay, so Ingles and Morris. Yeah, I take or, Ingles. Or Ingles and Schroeder. Well, we, we went uh, Mike Connolly and Schroeder. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Okay, so Ingles and Morris. You're taking who? I take Ingles. I take Morris. All right. So it's about even. It's about even. Caruso? No. Or Ingles? Oh, I take Joe. Yeah. I take Joe. So we're making the point that the Jazz, they have, it's pretty even. And the Jazz yeah. may have a little bit more of an advantage at some of the different spots. That's true. 
But, are, I mean, it's just they got to make shots. You can't fall 15 behind and then have to rely on the dramatics to get you back into it. That's Lakers just, one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. Yeah, abs- And you know what's crazy is they've kept themselves above head above water, above that 500, like, watermark. Without LeBron, without Anthony Davis, like, this is where they're supposed to be in the ninth seed and fighting for their playoff lives. Guess what? They are still in the thick of this race and maybe fighting for that 5-4 spot, maybe, when LeBron and Anthony get back. I mean, that is incredible what they have done in this amount of time. Uh, a couple more quick texts to get to, then we need to call a timeout here in the Full Court Press. This is from 8798 okay. on the Guild Mortgage text line. Utah Jazz have a 0% chance of beating the Lakers in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Zero. Absolutely. 8798 is spot on. I don't know about zero, yes, but I Eric, do lean more than the Lakers. A 0% chance. 2417 begs to differ. With home court, I say Jazz in seven. Okay, home court is with a full capacity crowd. You're going to have about 500 fans there. That's in not Los that, Angeles? I mean, 5,000 fans. I guess, well, I don't know what it would be. I don't know what By the time the, the playoffs roll around, I would suspect the Jazz might be close to capacity. You think so? I would, uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be great. Uh, man, the Jazz know how to blow home court advantage, though. And uh, look, it, it only takes one game to steal home court advantage. It takes one game. If you lose game one to the Lakers, you're in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Uh, four 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 six. You might want to help me out here, okay? With your text, is Mitchell Gobert, Brian, Just Connolly. Mitchell, so you might want to clarify that. I mean, if we got Kobe Bryant, I'll take I it. Mean, Brian, uh, Just Brian. Two four one seven says they open it up by then. I think referring to oh the crowd, crowd. That'd be great. Oh, that, that would be awesome. And I think the Jazz oh, would have gosh. a bigger crowd than Los Angeles would. Yeah, based on rules. Yeah. Oh, so I, I I got kind of a dumb question: Is the NBA gonna allow like if a team is allowed to have a full capacity crowd, they're gonna allow them to do that, right? It's not gonna be like well, there's a disadvantage in a seven game series if they get a full capacity crowd and the other team doesn't. No, the NBA still says whatever your local health guidelines. Okay, cool, say. awesome. That's great. Yeah, I didn't know. That's awesome. Good. I don't think they're going to say, well, because it's unfair. Yeah. And Los Angeles is more concerned than hey, Utah is. someone said it's about ratings. So maybe they're <laughs> trying to figure out, like, okay, you guys can only have 5,000 fans there. Uh, 4446 did send a, a clarification. The next okay. five after LeBron and AD saying Mitchell, Gobert, Boyan. Uh, I'm assuming JC and Connolly. Okay. Uh, but we cancel out Mitchell and Gobert with LeBron and AD. I think that's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I agree. Okay. Got to call a timeout here on the Full Court Press. Still a lot more to cover, including the Utah State football spring scrimmage on Saturday. We'll hear from the coach, some of the players, about how things have been going so far in the spring. Uh, hear from their own words. Uh, and uh, who won pick six? What did they do that reveal? I'm very, I'm very nervous about this. As you should be. I might, if have, I, to, I if, might have to go find something special. I'm going to tell you right now. If you lost, it was rigged, and I'm not paying up. <laughs> I want to make that very clear. Now, if Cody won, I'll give Cody the gift. But if you won, I ain't paying up this time. <laughs> There's no way in heck I'm paying Come up. Come on. It's all the fairness of the game. Nope. Gotta Salty. It. Gotta do it right. Salty. The right way. The, the, <laughs> 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 Go to break. We'll explain why that's funny. Coming up on the other side of the full court press.
Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robin Ned, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cash Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CashValleyENT.com for more details. That's CashValleyENT.com. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. Tom Brady shows us what matters to him. He's been taking pay cuts for 15 years. Number one priority is winning. I've heard Aaron Stubborn. Green Bay, trying to do things. But stubborn is more important than winning. Ego, more important than winning. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Ajay here on the Full Court Press. 103.9. I hate this 10, song. Excuse me, 106.9. Did you say 103.9? I did say 103.9. Okay, I so I did. the call number, and it got me confused with our call number. <laughs> okay, so um, I did that, actually. When I was voice tracking for Cool, i go from there into here, and you were gone, and I'd be like, all right, it's AJ and Ajay and Cody here on Cool 103.9, and AJ would be like, mm. <laughs> did it again. Uh, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
Also streaming online, 1069thefan.com and the 1069thefan mobile app. Uh, the reason why we laughed when we said the right way. Oh, my gosh. There is a great compilation of all these new coaches that were introduced. I should have called you pulled this up. I didn't think about year. it. And almost every single one of them. I didn't see a clip of uh, Coach Odom in there. No. But I saw a lot of other coaches in their introductory press conferences say the right way. Right? We're going to play the right way. We're going to practice the right way. We're going to win the right way. All of them said it. And I think, and there's a couple of times where it showed the same coach saying it multiple times. Yes. And then there's a the culture question. Like, hey. Well, there's a previous <laughs> mashup that somebody did about culture. <laughs> and then said they're saying the right way. I feel so bad for him. You know, they're just trying so many to. Cliches. They're just yeah, they're just trying to you know put out their uh, their vibe of of how they're gonna win. I would have laughed if one of them was Sean Miller, or Bill <laughs> Self, or. <laughs> or Jerry Tarkanian. <laughs> I'm just saying. That would have been really funny. The uh, right way. The right way. Well, we're going to do the full court press the right way. Hey. Because uh, we have good, strong culture. Strong culture here. Right. Culture of winning. Big Phil's strong culture. That is our that is our motto now. Big Phil's strong culture. Hey, uh, something did come through on our Guild Mortgage text line during yeah. the break. Uh, this is from 9948. I hope the NBA ratings continue to slide. The entire league needs to leave politics out of the sport. People want to watch sports and get away from the political scene. Until then, I'm hoping the ratings continue to tank. I And it's interesting because I feel like, um, you know, things have actually gotten better in regards to that. But with this Derek Chauvin, the former officer who is uh, being tried for murder in the George Floyd case. Yeah. You know, if that ends up being that he's found not guilty, you're going to see, and I think the NBA sent out a a, a a memo or a letter to the NBA team saying, look, be ready for it. Like, we might be postponing games and such like that because of riots, because of protest. Be ready for it. And so if, uh, you know, if, if, Derek does get let off, then you're going to see probably some reaction to that. And yeah, it's uh, thing is that ratings are down not just for the NBA. Yeah, ratings have been sliding for the NFL, MLB. Baseball. Those are institutions that aren't nearly as political as the NBA is. Yeah. So there's there's more than just that that's going on with ratings, but certainly it. I think for a lot of people, a wide swath of people, it, it doesn't help. Yeah, amen. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Eric, uh, fun football scrimmage to go to. On Boy, it was a good to be back at the Mav watching football. That was fun. It's a Cody, good crowd. Cody was there. You were there. I was there. I'm not going to deny it was a good crowd it, or talk bad about that crowd. Yeah. Uh, hey, Eric, I want to ask you. Um, I know you're there to watch the game, um, and you're and you're probably there to do your job in media. Um but as you noticed, there are people supposedly not wearing their mask appropriately or not wearing them at all. Um, you have an influential voice. Uh, I just can't believe he asked it. I, I just can't believe he asked it. I mean, I understand. I'm not surprised that came that question came from that person. I'll just leave it at that. But, but, it's, but to ask people, him, to ask Coach. Right. It's a, I, It's a question that – Needs to be asked of an administrative official. Yeah, and you know what? Like, if he, if he we... really wants, 
if he really wants to get an answer for that, then ask the athletic director. Yeah. Ask the, the assistant athletic director. But you know what? They shouldn't even – like, you're there to report on the scrimmage, and you stick your phone in the coach's face, and it's like, hey, the fans weren't wearing masks. They weren't wearing them appropriately. I know you're coaching a team for 60 minutes of the scrimmage, and I know you're in charge of the whole entire scrimmage and making sure your players are doing the right thing. But, but, you have an influential voice. What do you want to tell them out there? I mean, I look back at you, and I didn't want to say anything because I nearly, and I'm dead serious, I nearly walked out. I nearly left. Now, uh, he handled it with grace. Um, He just explained, look, I'm, I'm focusing on the team. We want to follow guidelines. Look, I I didn't see a ton of egregious violations. No, I was in the I was Dude. in the stands. And you know in, what? People are in the enjoying the dog dog game. And it's it give was, me a break. Look, also it was breezy. We're outside. Your yeah. chances of catching anything in those conditions extremely. Eric minuscule. has a better chance of running a vertical route forty five yards deep and catching a <laughs> and catching a beautifully thrown ball for me. Than you catching something there. I just Look, I, don't I don't want to detract from what actually did happen on the field. No, because so, we. But I want to make it clear because that dude said it was his job at that moment when he saw things were not being done appropriately for him to report on it. He said it that it was it became his job. What the moldy corn dog? He's not looking in the crowd. He just wants to make sure everything works properly so he can still play football. That's his concern. That's Blake Anderson's concern. And if it means people need to wear their masks, then well, they should. I got. I tell you what, he's got some more con- things to be concerned about, like a punter punting the ball twenty yards towards the audience. <laughs> that was a little. Uh, uh, field is that way, Chief. That was a little okay. scary. Uh, give me your thoughts on the uh, scrimmage number two as they complete the spring season. Okay, so overall, um, I, I think that what stood out to me was there were some offensive drives that just wow came together fast. Some big deep plays. Oh my god! A gosh, lot of yeah. vertical throws, which was so refreshing to watch. <laughs> this is a good switch up, right? That was that was so <laughs> nice. Oh, this team will. This quarterback will throw vertically. That receiver will run vertically. Hey, coach, on third and twelve, and you... he will catch it 30, 40 yards away. Hey, coach, on third and twelve, do you want to go back to last year's play, the bubble screen, three yards behind line of scrimmage? Seemed to really work well for. No, yeah, I did not see. I maybe count on. Less than one hand. How many screens, bubble screens I saw Yeah, on Saturday? And, and you know what? You saw zero on third down. <laughs> yes. That was a, that's when I knew we were serious about playing football this, this spring. Uh, I believe uh, uh, there's a comment that he made I want to make sure we get to, and I believe it's when Coach Anderson was talking about guys that have stood out to him. Oh, yeah. And he singled one guy out in particular, one of his best recruiting jobs. Which, by the way, is the same guy that uh, Coach Tucker singled out in his uh, little interview with us as well. The defensive line is really taking some big steps. We didn't get a whole lot of pressure the first couple weeks. Last week, they started to show up. Coach Banda and the crew are starting to utilize those with more movement and kind of turn them loose. And if it was... You know, live quarterbacks today, they, they probably would have had another couple sacks. They're definitely in the, in the vicinity. Um, but I, I think they're doing the same thing we're kind of doing at running back. They're playing a lot of guys, throwing a lot of guys at the problem. And I think collectively the energy and the attitude is phenomenal. Uh, and that will give us a chance. If we'll play harder than the opponent on that side and chase the ball, it will give us a chance. So, yeah, the D-line was really good. And then on the offensive side of the ball, 
Um, uh, I believe Coach talked about him. Uh, that was just absolutely phenomenal. That was DT. Um, I, I, I thought DT was really good. Coach Tucker talked about him. Uh, do I think we have the audio on DT right there uh, from Coach Anderson just about what he was able to do? We're running on the fly here with Cody, so we apologize yeah, to I Cody. Yeah, my bad. No, no, no. It's not your fault. It's our fault. Let's see. We forgot to put together a cut sheet. Uh, but uh, Coach Anderson was – when he talked about the offense, he was impressed with what DT was able to do. And I thought, Eric, DT was so dang good. Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. A couple of those catches. I mean, the guy's got speed. He's got a nose for the ball. He can shake a defender loose. Uh, just generally how the offense is looking in this in this new system looks great. Um, and so how uh, he fits in with that is is awesome. But overall, the, the offense in this, the, the players coming back in this new system – it uh, seems to be coming along really quite well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that as, as long as he the, doesn't find it either, I'm off the hook. Well, I'm looking you. for offense in the new system, um, just how the offense is coming together. With so many, There are a good number of players that are coming back, uh, and there are some new, new wrinkles to this, but it does have some uh, change-ups to what we saw last year and the year before that, but some similarities to what we saw a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it has some of that that feel and just how things are, are progressing so far with the offense. Yeah, I mean, I think you could ask Coach Tuck a little bit more specifically, but it's clear to see. I mean, DT has been a probably maybe one of the best recruits we've made was getting him to stay put. Uh, I think there's some, some subtle leadership happening up front on the old line. Just that group kind of – it kind of – moves the offense. If that group's playing collectively with energy and playing well, it gets you going. Um, I, I think there's an opportunity for a lot of guys to really emerge over the summer now that they've got a good foundation of what we're doing. Uh, but but I, I've been uh, I've been pleased with that that group's resiliency. Bad day, come back, have a good day the next day. Bad first, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes of this, and then they rebound and start making plays. And uh, To me, there's there's some guys that are going to step up. We've got some really good players that aren't, aren't practicing, too and have the ability to step into those roles over the summer. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, the offensive line had seven healthy guys. Seven. And so they were splitting both ways, dogging it out. Um, in fact, uh, Peasley uh, talked about the offensive line and, and how good they were. Uh, Peasley took a, a lot of reps. He split them with Legault. But when I asked Peasley about, you know, just, you know, DT and the offensive line, he was impressed with with Bolton because DT came out and competed again. He played really well. Had that great catch by when he got clocked by Bond on a cro- over across the middle route, and then the offensive line, you know, slugging it out for, th- I mean, just that long in that in that weather and uh, that many reps. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Peasley here talking about the uh, offensive line. Do you have that? No. Nope. Okay. Never mind then. Um. But, uh, yeah, I thought Peasley was good. Uh, Peasley, Cooper Legault, what did you see out of them? Well, I think I certainly noticed how uh, Peasley seemed more comfortable Yeah, Saturday than he did oh, the first yeah. scrimmage. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't seem so feet happy. Uh, and, in fact, here is Peasley talking about the offensive line and just uh, DT and his performance as well. I don't like turnovers, and I don't know who threw them, but beyond that, nope. good. That's Coach uh, A. Made some plays. No, no worries. Uh, so here's, yeah, again, I, I was impressed with Peasley, but you're right. He wasn't so, like, a happy feet. Like, he just settled himself, went through his reads, and for the most part made the right throws. Yeah, he made some good throws, uh, good deep passes. Yeah. Um, if there was concern that he may not have the arm, it's all of his legs 
No, I think he showed that he can compete and he can run and he can throw. I think Cooper Lagasse showed that he can do that too. I, I think that after the first scrimmage, I was leaning more towards uh, Cooper Lagasse as maybe the oh, guy. Oh, me too. But after away. this scrimmage, I think this is a competition. Uh, it's not anybody's yet, and we still haven't even seen Bonner. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's still, the thing. We haven't even seen Logan yet. We haven't seen he's him done. in the mix. Yeah. Uh, and then, in fact, Coach did talk about the injury issue, just kind of where it's at, um, and you know if guys are going to be healthy here. In fact, here's Coach uh, talking about uh, their injury status. Well, I, I feel great. Uh, we really have had uh, the surgeries that were needed to get guys prepared were done early. All those guys should be back for summer work. I don't, I don't expect any of the injuries that we've had over the course of the spring to linger into fall camp. I think everybody should be back full speed. Now, we need to have a good summer, a safe summer in training and don't create any other issues. But to get through, you know, spring ball with as much banging as we did and to not tell you we lost somebody for the season is, is a blessing because that does not always happen. Not on you. Um, it, it's your fault, Eric. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. Don't blame me. It's yeah. always safe to assume. Yeah. No, but look, there were a lot of guys who didn't have pads. Notable guys. Yeah, Nick Henniger was in pads again. Yeah, there was some notable players. But look, he he didn't have a a boot on or a brace on. So there were some guys that were held out. But it's encouraging that they're not like really significant. Yeah, that they'll be back by summer. Yeah, that's really, really encouraging. Yeah, and they're going to need those guys back too because that front part of the schedule, we talked about it before, is brutal. And it is full of very physical teams. BYU, Air Force, Boise State, Washington State included. So it's going to be a massive, massive thing that they stay healthy. All right, got to call time on the timeout here on the Full Court Press. When we come back, get back to our uh, Guild Mortgage text line. Some comments that have come through about uh, what they observed or questions they had about the scrimmage. More from Coach Anderson and the players. Uh, Next hour, we'll get into who won the pick six and recap other things that happened over the weekend. Stick around. It's coming up on the Full Court Press. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. For more than a century, couples have shopped at S.E. Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We have the largest selection of exclusive engagement rings in the area. Also, with the use of -of state-of-the-art technology, we're able to custom make with precision the ring of your dreams. You'll be able to work with our award-winning jewelry designer, Joseph Needham. You will also enjoy a vast selection of loose diamonds, allowing you to choose an affordable price range. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring? Visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. 
Valley Recycling's Earth Day event is back. This year's prices are some of the best they've seen. In an effort to keep everyone safe, Earth Day will look a little different this year, running the entire week of April 19th through the 24th. Earth Day will only be held at Valley Recycling's facility at 145 North, 10th West. To limit overcrowding and to keep wait times minimal, appointments are required to drop off your recyclables. Schedule your appointment online at valleymetalrecycling.com. Snacks and cold drinks will be available. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event, April 19th through the 24th. For prices and drop-off appointments, Appointments, visit ValleyMetalRecycling.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. You know, people just want to be a part of our show. I would tell you the time that Kevin the Engineer walked in one time, and I was running the board. You would love this story. So I was running the board. I remember this. And Kevin just walks in, and I was like, hey, Kevin, we're live here on the Full Court Press. And he's like, oh. I'm like, what do you think of the Jazz, Kevin? Oh, I just think they're playing all right, you know. And just like this totally monotone answer. And I was like, all right, well, that's Kevin, the engineer. Appreciate y'all you do. He's like, wait, are we really live? I'm like, we're live on the full court press, Kevin. <laughs> he was just happy to be walking by. Oh, man. You totally threw him off. If we could get Sports Guy in here to do that, that would be oh, some of the best audio no, we could have. I don't know if our uh, radio audience can handle Yes, sports they guy. could. They could. Uh, we've had a few questions coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line, even a uh, wrong number text. Which hey, is, 2417, we'll we meet you there. appreciate you. That's always good. We'll meet you there. Yeah. We weren't going to read your text. It, we figured there was something... We're sending help right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, from 9315, how did the atmosphere feel at the spring scrimmage, positive or negative? I think that reporter was not smart by asking that question about the masks. Uh, the atmosphere was great. Oh, it was fun. Oh, a, a lot, lot of, of cheering. People cheering. Positive. Yeah, absolutely. Now, granted, when the punt went like south after five yards, there was some concern. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was great. It was a great atmosphere. It was a great time. No, it was awesome. Uh, what was the best play, offense and best play on defense? Okay, DT's catch on that horrible throw into, like, four different defenders. Well, so there weren't three defenders at the time, but the way the ball was thrown and where he was going, it, it turned out to be Devin Tompkins is going up to catch the ball, and there's three defenders around him, and they all converge. All four players converge at the same time. Devin Tompkins comes, comes down, down with, with the it. ball. It was that was unreal catch. Uh, the defense, uh, the pick that they had, I think it was return for touchdown. Oh, they had a couple of yeah. really saucy interceptions. Yeah, yeah, there was a one. I think it. I mean, it was a great read, and I, I can't remember who it was who picked it off though. But I mean, he read it so well, step and because he looked like he was going to come after on the blitz, pops back instead, reads the ball, picks it off, and goes the other way. It's probably the best defensive play I had saw. Uh, I really liked uh, A.J. Avangpachan. I thought oh, he had my some gosh, really, yeah. really good plays. Carter was really good, too. Yeah. Uh, a couple other questions. Out of the quarterbacks, who stood out the most? I'd say Peasley this time. <sighs> I agree. I think Peasley had a bit of an edge on Saturday over Cooper. Um, he just seemed to have more of a more of a control and a little more confidence out there with the system. Yeah, I'll take Peasley on this one. Cooper got the first one. Peasley got the second one. That'll be quite the deal here in the summer. Uh, sorry for all the questions about the scream, spring scrimmage, but it's the worst time of the year for an Aggie with cows calving. Can't make the game, so I have to rely on the eyes of the best people at the Full Court Press in Northern Utah to get my answers. Thanks. I'm glad you're taking care of your cows. Yeah. How, okay. is, uh, yeah. how is Moo Moo? 
I've been thinking about her. Uh, last quick question. Which uh, This is from 9463. Which hire makes you more excited, Ryan Odom or Blake Anderson? Oh, man, that's a great question. I'm going to go Blake? I think for me right now it is it's Blake. Right but now, we've had Blake. a little more time yeah, with Blake. Yeah, yeah, like you got to. He I, has like a. This is an unfair four months head start. Great question. It's an unfair. It's an unfair one though, too. <laughs> All right, coming up more next hour. Uh, That's pick a six. great question. Who won that? We'll hear more from the coach and the players. Stick around. It's amazing to think that the NFL draft used to take place in hotel conference rooms. Teams would show up with magazines and hope for the best. They didn't have the combine. Otto Graham and Johnny Unitas never had pro days. Now big-time quarterbacks have two pro days. Justin Fields had his second one last week and became the quarterback of the moment. All of a sudden, the betting markets changed and made him the favorite to be the number three pick overall, at least for now. Just the fact that there are betting markets on draft choices is pretty insane. If I'm the Niners GM John Lynch, I'm putting on a fake mustache and sneaking into that casino right now. He and coach Kyle Shanahan seem to be the only ones who know 100% what they're doing at number three overall. I believe draft bets have a pretty low limit of how much money you can actually throw down. But as for the hours of media coverage, there's definitely no cap on that. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SIO2 technology. Meguiar's Ceramic Made Easy. Guys, there's one thing we all face, and it's age. It's inevitable. But we don't have to let age beat us. We can still feel good, strong, lean, and that's why I take M-Drive, the supplement, every day. Powerful ingredients backed by science. You get energized, stronger, leaner. You can hear it in my voice. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. M-Drive's available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. mdrivedan.com. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Do I think it's a good look for for Kevin Durant to to go after Michael Rappaport? No, but I also think that if we are we taking everything that's said on surface level as being like I just it feels like there is a locker room talk aspect to it. The Doug Gottlieb Show weekday afternoons from one to four on Sports Talk Radio, one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Earth Day is coming up. We have some laundry units that are less stressful on the environment, energy efficient, and won't be in a landfill in two years. Our best-selling GE and Speed Queen commercial washers are built to last longer, so you won't have to worry about purchasing a new washer for years to come. Plus, get $20 off our Earth-friendly Excelsior laundry detergent with purchase of a select laundry pair. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Fox And here's what you need to know. Quarterback Alex Smith retires after 16 years in the NFL. The league's comeback player of the year in 2020 made the announcement on Instagram where he stated his desire to be around his family more. 
Police have an arrest warrant out for Seahawks defensive end Alden Smith as he's accused of committing second-degree battery in Louisiana. Smith allegedly choked a victim, rendering said person unconscious. Gonzaga freshman phenom Jalen Suggs declaring for the NBA draft as he is a surefire lottery selection. The Zags reload right away by getting the number one recruit in the country, Chet Holgren, to commit. In the NBA, Pacers' Miles Turner will miss an indefinite amount of time after an MRI spotted a partial tear of his planter plate in the big toe of his right foot, and the Rockets reveal Sterling Brown was assaulted last night, sustaining cuts to his face. Brown is out tonight with a previous knee injury. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, live here. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Amaje Salveson, Cody Olton around on the board. Greatly appreciate you. I just got a FaceTime call from my guy, Nate. And uh, we're live on air. And Nate has no idea right now. <laughs> Nate's still looking at you? <laughs> we Think are live here on the full back? court press. I, I, I put Nate's uh, speaker voice to the uh, microphone, but I don't know what he's going to say. We don't Pro- have a filter for him either. Right? Probably wise. Love you, Nate. I'll call you back later. Uh, a couple different things we want to get through this hour. We want to hear more from the coaching players from the scrimmage on Saturday for Utah State. If you were there at the scrimmage, what were your observations? Who stood out to you? And we, we talked about that going into it. Who are you going to be paying attention to? Who will you be watching? Either positions, position groups, or specific players. Now that you've had a chance to see it in person, what were your reactions? Yeah. I'd love to get that. Yeah. Uh, we uh, have a, a chance to hear a little bit more from Coach Anderson Shaq Bond addressed the media afterwards, so you know what? We love but, Shaq. Yeah, here's the thing: is love like Shaq. Shaq's not gonna like give you anything of like bulletin board material or press worthy article. It's just gonna be straight up good answers. You know, cliche. It seems like absolutely, but he's he's not a guy who's gonna just trash talk and give you all this nonsense. He doesn't it's not his thing. He did say something though I thought was interesting about what the coaches have asked of him. Yeah. And how his role. Oh yeah, you asked him about that. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't know that I asked. I didn't ask him that. Didn't you? That was Oh, I, I asked him about his leadership role because the coaches are going to be Yeah, that was the that was the response. Oh, that was that the one you're yeah, looking about? Okay. I wasn't about. sure which one you were asking about. Um and then uh, Andrew Peasley a little bit more from him as well. So we'll hear from them coming up here in just a moment. Also uh, sounds like Utah State basketball getting another transfer. Yeah. Getting another retriever, becoming an Aggie. A Just, wide retriever. A wi- <laughs> We're waiting for Airbud next time. <laughs> We're going to get their mascot now. We're picking everybody <laughs> apart. Might as well get the mascot. Yeah. So uh, that's, I think, an exciting addition, to be frank. Um, and uh, we, we'll see how he could fit into the current system. Think Jordan Clarkson. For a different amount of different reasons. Hmm. Interesting comparison. Yes. So, and then we'll also find out who won pick six this hour. Which I'm uh, okay. Very nervous. See, about. I'm not letting you play this bull crap. Now that I've thought about it, you probably won, and are just like, well, I'm not really feeling good about it. Well, so I have not. 
I've not Let done me tell the you numbers. Something. I have not run the numbers. Yes, Usually when we're teasing you, this, I already know. And you already do because you talked to Cody before. No. Wrong. Yeah. Cody has never told me ahead of time if I've won that or lost. That is such baloney. That is such bull. Uh, well, it's true. I've never told Eric. He has never results. told me definitively if I won or lost. It's that's bull. That's, that's, that's cute. Guys, put that together. Hey, uh, you know what? Really quickly, actually. Uh, oh, crap. Now I forgot what I was going to say because you were giving me some bull garbage. <laughs> that was fast. No. Was uh, okay. 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 Uh, two things. One, uh, we talked jazz last hour. I'd love to hear some more about the jazz. Like, you and I say the Lakers in a seven-game series. Does anybody agree with us or disagree with us that if it's two healthy teams, Lakers and Jazz, say Western Conference Finals, seven-game series, who's winning? And if you say the Jazz, give me a legit reason why. Beyond just being a fanboy. Yeah, yeah, like what Eric is, okay? <laughs> but Eric found some realism and some pessimism. Cody? Well, I just have a question for you, AJ. Shoot. Like, you know, like... Eric, very large fan of the Jazz. Yes. Ajay, you've been hurt by the Jazz many times. Yes. Like, isn't it fair yeah. to say that the same amount of, like, maybe biasy pro-Jazz from Eric and maybe con from getting your heart broken one too many times, Ajay, is making the, you know, uh, a factor into the decision? No, it's or? Called, I no, was in the no, arena. No, it's okay. It's, it's called, okay I was in the research. arena when Michael Jordan hit the shot over Brian Russell. So, look, I've had my heart broken by the Utah Jazz. Well, you know what? God's going to have a wonderful conversation with you because he's like, why'd you skip church to go to the NBA Finals? That was not on a Sunday. <laughs> yes, it was. That game was on a Sunday. All right. That game because Larry H. Miller missed it because he took his uh, blue Corvette out for a drive instead because he didn't want to go to the game on a Sunday. Well, that was a different game. When Jordan Was hit the like game-winning game shot. Game six? Wait, hold on. Game six. Uh, what different game are we talking about? Because there's only been one NBA Finals game six at home in Jazz history. And it was that one on a Sunday. Are you sure? Yes. It was on a Sunday because Larry H. Miller didn't go. Well, I know there was a the whole thing about him going on a and drive he, in the hills. And he didn't go to game six because it was on a Sunday. And there was the, the previous year, like, he was in the arena. He just wasn't so in the So, with about three hypocrisy. minutes left in the game, he finally turned the game on in his radio in his blue Corvette, and he listened to the rest of the game. As soon as the game was over, he went to the arena. That is absolutely true. It was on a Sunday. So, anyways, yeah, there you go, Mr. Sir. <laughs> uh, 4446 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Jazz in seven. Home court advantage, packed house in playoffs is crazy. LeBron struggles to win in Utah. Oh. COVID allowing, of course. Yeah. And that is true. LeBron that, Yeah. Well, LeBron has a history of having big games in Utah, yeah. but not always winning, winning in Utah. Okay, but here's the thing. We're talking about winning in big games. He's got a good cast beside him. Um, and that that tells me he has more help. Uh, LeBron's played in a lot of hostile atmospheres. He's played against the Boston Celtics, Dallas Mavericks, Oklahoma City Thunder. That's a raucous place when it's when it's packed. Um, and he's handled it pretty well. I mean, he's done pretty well. Like the Jazz is a raucous place. Absolutely, it's it's wild. It's pen. It's pandemonium. I mean, it's awesome. The problem is, is that it's not going to phase the greatest player in our modern era of basketball. The second greatest player of all time. It's not going to phase him. Those kind of atmospheres don't don't phase great players. No, they feed off of it. Absolutely. And they love it. 
Yeah. Absolutely love it. Dirk's, and not Dirk, LeBron James is one of those guys. The only thing is uh, Anthony Davis has a history of fading. Oh, yeah. Certain and see, stretches of a game. Opposite, opposite attract here. Anthony Davis has never done this. Like, wild plays. In the bubble doesn't count. Road game. Oh, and not even close. Road game at that, you know, at the, uh, you know, Vivint Smart Home Arena in a playoff game is something that's going to be brand new to Anthony Davis. That's all spot on. Yeah. Uh, 6891 texts in, uh, but can the supporting cast for James stay healthy? That's yes. It. It's not a supporting cast I'm worried about. It's Anthony Davis. I mean, that Achilles strain can turn into something worse if you're not careful. I mean, even yeah. if he is, when he is, if he does come back to play in the regular season, you're not you're going to get maybe like five or six minutes. I mean, they are going to limit his minutes tightly, as they should. Uh, 2409. Hey, guys, if we wanted to listen to an hour and 45 minutes of the Jazz, we'd listen to one of the Salt Lake channels. Uh, dude, we are the radio affiliate of the Utah Jazz. So, Big can- game tonight, pregame at 7.50, tip off at 8 o'clock. It's kind of our job. Uh, but, yes, there are other things to discuss. Okay, what is what is two four? Was that two four oh nine? Yeah. Okay, two oh four oh nine. What do you want to discuss? Let us know. Text in four three five three three nine zero three two one. Let's talk something you want to talk. You want? I mean, we can talk football scrimmage. We can talk to the new Aggie signee at uh, for men's basketball. We can talk pickleball, MLB. MLB had a great weekend. Cubs and Braves was beautiful. Padres and Dodgers baseball was the best regular season uh, three game series I had seen in a while. And it's- it's great for baseball. Oh, it's phenomenal for baseball. Phenomenal for baseball. The Cubs and Brave series, not so much. Uh, depends who you're asking. Pick six, baby. Uh, four 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 six says USU recruit from UMBC. Okay, uh, RJ. Uh, yeah, the guard. This six three two twenty five pound kid. So he's got good size, like Marco Anthony. He is a couple inches shorter. But he is a true scorer. You know, Eric, you and I had talked about this, and I think our listeners had actually just begged for this too. We needed a guy who can just go get buckets, a bucket getter, Uncle Drew. And RJ is that guy. And if you watch his highlights, uh, he does not look to pass the ball. It is a, I'm going to get you a bucket, because that's what you need right now. And, and Eric, he's improved throughout his three years at UMBC. Every year, he's gotten better. He's become more of a prolific scorer. Um, he doesn't, yeah, not a ton of assists per game. But what does stand out to me, which I really like, he gets a, a pretty good number of rebounds a game. As a six-three guard, he goes in, grabs a, a fair number of assists. Excuse me, of uh, rebounds. Um, and uh, there, look, the what was it? This, uh, what I tweeted out, like his uh, last. Oh man, yeah. Eight games or something. He either had six or seven rebounds per game. Yeah. So this makes for, I think, an easy transition having Raleigh Worcester go. Yes, absolutely. Now, and somebody comes in who <clears throat> knows Coach Odom, knows what he wants, knows how he can fit in, and knows what it needs, uh, what's necessary to win games. Because uh, he was up. Uh, Part of some pretty successful basketball teams under Coach Odom. Yeah, so in eighteen nineteen he played thirty one games. In nineteen twenty he played twenty two, and then in twenty twenty one he played twenty games, which is actually all their all their games in in that year because of COVID issues. Um, he in his junior year he led NBC with about fourteen and a half points per game. Shot a career high forty seven percent from the floor, forty one percent from three, almost five boards, two and a half assists. 
which were bought, which by the way was also a team high. Um, huge, absolutely huge for for the Aggies to get this cat. Uh, so my question is: He's a guard, right? Yes. So who does he take the place of if he starts? Well, like I said, I think he is that that Raleigh. That okay to the point position. Yeah. Um, if if not, then maybe it's the then it's the Marco Anthony position. And so if he's more of a scoring first mentality guard, then you probably need somebody else who's going to be a facilitator. So does that mean Steven Ashworth becomes your your de facto point guard? And if so, that's kind of a smaller guard lineup, but not entirely too small. Yeah. I like he's got good size. Um I mean he can shoot it well. I watched watching some of his highlights. He's got good handles. He can dribble well, dribbles well in traffic. Uh, can split a double team nicely. Um, you just don't want him, and, and I mean this in a respectful way, you don't want him forcing up shots when he doesn't need to. That no. is the one concern I do have. No, but he can score. And he's, oh, my goodness, he, he can get score. get you a bucket. And he can score in a lot of different ways, too. He's, he's, a, he's a good shooter. 18 points or more six times last year. Wow. Uh, he also joins, as we mentioned, uh, Brandon Horvath, six foot ten. Power forward slash center, who spent four seasons at uh, Maryland, Baltimore County, mm-hmm. with Coach Odom. Uh, it, similarly, he got better and more involved every year in that system. Last year, averaged over thirteen points a game, nearly nine rebounds, and about two assists. Uh, he had six double doubles last year for UMBC. Wow. So. Uh, Interesting to see how he pairs with Justin Bean, um, Brock Miller. Now RJ is going to be in there. Yeah. So who's that fifth spot? Who's oh, going to be the man. guard? I think there's going to be some fierce competition uh, there. And I, and I would say that Coach Odom's not done in the transfer portal. He's still looking. He's still looking for a couple more key guys to, to put the puzzle all together. So I would assume Shulga, Bearstow, Bearstow Dorius. Yep. Those guys Dorius. come off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, and but and that's not a bad thing either. Um, no, it's good experience. I, I think Coach Odom. I, I would imagine. You know, Barristow had a step back last year, yes, but I think he's ready to turn the page and get better this year. Give a new coaching staff. I a have chance. confidence that Barristow is going to turn it around. Yeah, I have a lot of confidence that Barristow is going to be okay. Uh, but okay, so if we're looking. Uh, oh boy, got a slew of messages, huh? Yes. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but looking, I I would imagine he looks for another, just maybe one more big man. Give me one more big man at, at, at somewhere. I I would agree. Somebody who can replace what Alfonso Anderson brought yes. for the Aggies. Somebody I, off man, the bench. And I love ah, I love Alfonso. I wish he wouldn't have left. Yeah. Because I love Somebody the off physicality, the bench who's got man. That ability to to. Defend in the post, yeah, but also defend on the perimeter. Yeah, score on the post, score on, on the, the perimeter. perimeter. That's so big. I'm gonna really miss having Alfonso here. That's that's a loss that we don't talk about enough. What do we got on the text line? Two four zero nine. Oh boy, on the Guild Mortgage. Text I'm sorry line. for yelling at you. Two four zero nine. It's my bad. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Uh, you mentioned the Aggies signed a new player coming from UMBC. No name, no position, no stats. So we started to talk about that. Uh, thank you for covering the Aggie recruit. Uh, and then nine three one five also kind of similarly. Uh, did he play in that upset game when they beat the number one seed? 
I don't think so. No, nope. I, think... I think he was one year after that. Yeah. Uh, but did Horvath? Yes, he did. I believe Horvath yes, did. Yes, he did. Horvath was a part of that team. Uh, and if I remember, I think he played significantly too. Yeah, we'll double check that. He would have been a freshman. Though. Yep. Uh, six eight six zero. True. Enough with the Jazz. Let's talk Utah State. All right, Utah State. It is. There we go. Give the people what they want. All right, a few more texts though. Uh, from four three four eight. Nothing wrong with talking about the Jazz. Isn't much going on with high school right now. We know that Aggies aren't winning anything anytime soon. Whoa. Oh. Easy. Oof. Golly. I, one of the big things we want to talk about tomorrow is uh, a bunch of high school stuff. Yeah. Our latest RPIs are out. Huge. For a lot of huge, the sports. Huge. Region base, 11 showing well. Big baseball series tomorrow in Hiram with Mountain Crest and Ridgeline, two of the best pitchers maybe, not only in the region, but maybe in 4A going at it on the mound. I'm, I'm so excited to go to that. Oh, wait. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. I can't go. <laughs> Unreal. Sorry. It was the only time available. No, it wasn't. You were just like, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I lost pick six. I'm going to stick it to him here. Uh, <laughs> six, eight, nine, one. Talk about the quarterback throw from Villanova. That was a pretty cool throw. What? Uh, I don't, I, help us. Quarterback throw uh, from Villanova. I did not see Cody. Yeah, not so Villanova uh, was playing Delaware, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Spring. And like, Dude, it's when the quarterback was... like fell and kicked the ball into the air, and the guy caught it. You didn't see this? No, I've oh, not seen dude, it. Oh, dude, it's on SportsCenter. Let's see It's here. like a top 10 SportsCenter right play. He, does he kick it? Yeah. He, like, I thought kicks... he like, threw it over his Oh, back. I thought he like kicked it off his foot, and, it, and the guy catches it in the end zone. Either way, the quarterback's getting uh, shoestring tackled, and as he's doing the duck and roll... To his right, he throws the ball over oh, his back. Most incredible play. About probably seven yards into an open receiver's arms. Catches wow. it for the touchdown. Pretty just dope. like they planned it. It was just, just like they planned it. Annexation of Puerto Rico kind of stuff. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I was like, wait, Villanova? Who? We have a new quarterback? No, yeah. That, uh, that throw from the QB was insane. Pretty dope. Uh, by the way, I just pulled up the box score from... Uh, UMBC's upset, 20-point upset over Virginia. And no, neither Harvorth, uh, excuse me, Horvath, or uh, I thought Idle Horvath Rock. was on the team. Well, he didn't. He oh, may have been on the play, team, maybe. but he, he might didn't not play. play. He didn't okay. get in the game. Okay. That's a shame. Yeah. Huge bummer. But yeah, what is he, 6'10", right? 6'10". Yeah. Good body size. He can shoot from the perimeter. Is that correct? Yep. If I yep. remember right, He's, he can stretch. He can stretch the. We're floor gonna need a that. Bit. And you know what the great thing about him is, is that he takes. I mean, because Bean's a board getter, right? Bean will go get boards. He'll chase it down. Horvath is the exact same way. Like I think when you were to you know sit and watch film with Bean and Horvath and look at each other and say, "Hey, can this work?" So is Horvath a little bit bigger version of yes. Bean? Yes. Oh, Maybe is that a better way of? That's a great way to put that? it. But, and, boy, he can get up and get boards. He's a – those two are going to be fighting over for double-doubles almost every single game. You're going to love what you get out of those two on the court together. Well, that's great because it eliminates second-chance opportunities oh, for yeah. the opponent. Yeah. Which, which became kind a of a problem. Deal. Yeah. Became kind of a problem uh, in the Mount West Conference tournament, but especially against Texas Tech. Absolutely. Uh, 2305 Texan, how many more additions to the men's basketball team will we expect? So, uh, they are – uh, they're they're in the transfer portal and they're still looking at I, I believe a few more guys. Um, I don't know who specifically or uh, what or I guess who specifically they're looking at. 
but a big man that they're going to need. Um, well, and I think we also uh, we'd have to do some digging and research on this, but guys who would be coming home from missions this summer. Yeah, Landon Brentley gets home May fifth from his mission. Joining the team, he's a preferred walk on, um, and so uh, yeah, he'll he'll get back here, and I, I, so he'll make it back before fall semester, and uh, I'm sure he'll be joining the team. I don't know if he'll redshirt or not. I'm not sure where, how that will go. Uh, I'm trying to think of any. Is there any other return? Oh, they got the Cedar City kid, but he's he's way young, right? Yeah, he will be leaving. On okay. Mission. Okay. This summer. So, uh, so let's see. We had what? By the way, Cuba's at Sam Houston State. He yeah, left. That's been announced. So we got so Cuba, Fonzo, Keta, Raleigh, Marco. Am I missing anybody else who left? You Statsny. Statsny, Statsny six. Zahir. Uh, Zahir is seven. Yeah, he was gone before, but yeah, yeah he's, he he's, he left midway through the season. Gone. That's seven scholarships, and you've got Horvath. Um, RJ, is there anybody else that I'm missing? New addition? No. no. Not addition. Well, we got, so, there's a lot to still do, I guess. So there's still five scholarships. I believe there's still five scholarships available, so, which is, I mean, there's still plenty of work to go into the portal and find guys, and, and, and but he's going to, I can tell you this, he'll be very specific about who he gets. He wants people that play the right way, <laughs> fit the system <laughs> well. You. And good culture fit the, yeah good culture good fit culture? fit the system really well about what he's doing because there's a specific system he wants to run he wants to run an up pace or up tempo pace there will be that time of you know a half court set but it's an up tempo pace run and gun and go but also you have to play defense look the guy is BFFLs with Quinn Snyder and what is Quinn Snyder's motto defense that is going to be Odom's thing too he said in the press conference I want guys who can play defense without fouling consistently. And so I, you know, I think he'll go into the portal and he'll look for those kind of guys as well. 9463. Complete satire, but is Marco Anthony leaving a direct result of the Aggies hiring the coach that embarrassed his Virginia team? No. <laughs> uh but yeah, I get yeah. I get what you're saying. Would make great TV though. Oh my gosh, wouldn't it? What if dude, what if they had it on the schedule that UMBC was playing Virginia? And then, or not UMBC, yeah, Utah State was playing Virginia and then playing Utah in the same year. Would that not be the greatest schedule ever made in Utah State basketball history? Make it happen. I, you, can, you have that power, RJ. No, Speak don't. it. Stop do it. things it. into no, existence. Don't do this. By the way, I got a story to tell you off air. Don't forget. Uh, I won't. Okay. All right. We're going to do this, though. We're going to take a break so I can hear this amazing story that RJ can't wait to tell me. That you will not be able to hear. I, I will, though. I'll get to hear it. <laughs> Cody's such a gosper. <laughs> no, I'm not. Co- um, Where do you go back on air? It's the full court press. Or what? Hey, guys, guess guys, what? Check this out. Believe. You will not believe what I just I heard. I just heard. My sources tell me. You're probably just going to tell <laughs> me like, what you ate for dinner last <laughs> Uh We're going to hear, we will hear more from Blake Anderson. Hey, I've got a story about that, too. Oz. <laughs> Comments from Shaq Bond and Andrew Peasley. Post-scrimmage uh, Saturday, the Yankees had their last scrimmage of the spring. Wanted to hear their thoughts on that. Um, a little bit more of uh, Aggie basketball, if you want to touch on that. Love to continue to get your thoughts that if that you observed from being there in person watching the scrimmage. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. And who won pick six? I'm very nervous for this. You know what? You're so full of crap. 
Just stop it already. I don't know. I'm so nervous. And if you win, I'm not paying up. I'll pay Cody. I ain't fair. paying you. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't work that it's my way. Yes, it does. I lost, so I get to pay whoever I want to pay. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp, curry, and more, lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at efranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Logo stuff. The Logo Shop. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with another tip for your lawn. It's been a wet, cool, crazy year for your lawn. Soil temperatures have been slow to warm up. Over the next few weeks, you'll see weeds fight for space and try to take over your lawn. Dandelions pack about 200 seeds on each flower. Those seeds can blow up to 5 miles and live up to 7 years. We can help you win the weed battle. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctor.com. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Every single game, that's basketball. You think Havlicek's taking a night off? Havlicek! You know what, Alex Smith? <laughs> Havlicek! That is the most historic rant. I'll, I'm going to listen to Mad Dog. <laughs> it's so every good. Day. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. In the story that you missed, Ajay's wife is a saint. Oh, yeah. For what she has to put up with, with uh, Aj Salveson, I mean, she has to have like a one a, a fast track to uh, 
Pearly Gates. Yeah, Pearly Gates of H-E-L-L double hockey sticks. No. I'm going to have to bail her out of jail, if you know what I mean. Like, when I go to the, the theme parks, like, you had to pay extra if you want, like, one oh, of those my, fast passes. And I'm like, no, it's not worth it. I'll it. wait in line. Shut it. She's one of those people that you would just show up. You gross me out. And they're like, oh. You absolutely gross Mrs. me Salvation. out. What is your problem? You are so angelic. This is garbage. We will give you a fast pass. Welcome to Hawk Garbage Radio, presented by <laughs> Eric Franson. She's a saint. You have to be. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Drugs. On the Guild Mortgage text line, uh, eight five seven seven. At running back, Makakona looked pretty good. Oh, pretty dude. Okay, was now, we he really the one talked the, about the running backs? Okay, is he the one that juked out like two linebackers on two separate runs? Like I broke their ankles. Yes. Was that him? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for how big he is, he can move. <laughs> Move. I mean, and just a vision. Like it's one thing to sidestep somebody, but you could sidestep someone and go right into a linebacker. He sidestepped someone into an open gap for an extra five to ten yards. It really is impressive, and he can go head down. He can run downhill. Yeah, I really like Noah as well. I thought yeah. he had some really good runs. In fact, uh, Coach Blake Anderson talked a little bit about the running backs and uh, how well they were looking. And we didn't really see uh, Devonte Henry Cole. Yeah, I don't know that he. Maybe had a little bit of a dinged up injury, or they just want to hold them out so they can evaluate the other guys. Sometimes that which happens, happens. yeah, absolutely. But um, we, we've talked a lot about the quarterbacks. We talked about some of the the wide receivers and how they looked. But uh, Coach Anderson also highlighted his uh, running backs on Saturday. I think it's going to be really tight. I can see where we'll play a lot of guys with if we can get the amount of reps that we'd like to get, uh, which means we're moving the chains and, and getting first downs. It, it could take several. Uh, it's not going to be a one, just a one-man show. We're just not. I don't think we're that room, and I don't think this style of offense allows for that to be the case. Been really pleased of getting productive, efficient reps from really everybody in the room. Um, it, it seems to be. It doesn't matter which one you put out there. It, it, within the offense, they're all being fairly efficient. Uh, they can block. They can catch the ball, and, and they 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 finish forward, and that that allows to stay ahead of the team. So I, I'm really pleased with that group. Yeah, I really didn't feel like I saw a running back out there who was taking unnecessary moves, dancing around, hoping to find a hole, and ends up losing yards and losing time. I felt like they were all making, whenever they did make moves, they were making moves forward. And they're always trying to move the play forward. And I I was impressed with all the running backs that I saw. Do you, maybe I'm wrong on this, and Cody, you can help as well. Mm. I didn't see the running backs as pass-catching backs on Saturday, almost at all. A lot of it, I mean, if it was RPO stuff or if it was play action, they'd sit and be the extra protector on a blitz. I mean, there was not, I felt like, you know, in the past offense, including Jordan Love's 18 offense, they send the back out. I mean, as a fifth set receiver. Joe Bright was one of the more efficient. Oh, my goodness. Receivers Absolutely. That Utah State had. Jalen Warren was in that kind of category, too. But I feel like this year, maybe I'm wrong, but at least in this second scrimmage, I didn't see a lot of pass catching backs. At least not a lot of running back routes. No, I, the only thing that I can remember is one specific rollout that was designed to the running to back. To the running back. But though, other though. than that, they're they're in the box picking up a backer. So. Yeah, or it's give and go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, RPO stuff, uh, did you like what you see on a lot of it? I mean, I know Peasley kept and run a lot. Cooper Legault seemed like he was going to look for that receiver. Peasley's more of a get on your legs, get going, make it a... Yeah, but I saw Cooper scramble a couple times, too. I yeah. like that uh, the hurry-up offense, they made a big play, they hurry up to the line, and then right away, Peasley's running off the left tackle, picking mm-hmm. up more yards before mm-hmm. the defense got set. So, uh, uh, 
I like that. I think both of them are, are mobile and they have that ability. Uh, we know Peasley pre-injury was incredible. Oh, Kid unreal. Was lightning. Unreal. But, uh, I, I think since the injury, he's still pretty effective in the He's still game. aggressive. Yeah. On his decision. Yeah, he's still incredibly aggressive on his decision making. Uh, loved, well, loved the RPO, but I loved what you, we got out of the running backs. Like you said, not a lot of negative plays from them. Made quick decisions, got to the gap, made their decision, and went. Yeah. So uh, defensively, I mean, certainly, uh, we we talked about there's some really uh, outstanding uh, interceptions, some great defensive play by the the secondary. Uh, in the end, the offense won the day, but it came down to the last play of the game yeah, of the scrimmage to do that. But I thought individually there's some great performances. I think Metzenheimer was in there on a lot of plays. I think he led the team in tackles. I really liked A.J. Vongpachan. Uh, I thought that he was really good off the defensive end. The uh, defensive backs were good. I thought Tatum was really good, too. Tatum uh, made some great plays. Some Johnny great Carter pass breakups. Oh, plays. yeah. Carter's, man, Carter's good. Like, how have we not called his name enough in games? Like, I just don't get it. Because you see him in spring, and you're like, goodness gracious, this guy could do so much. Uh, but – is the the first scrimmage? I thought the defense won the day. Yeah, and I don't think it was much of a question. Saturday, there were moments where you didn't know, like <laughs> the, uh, the offense would have a, a good drive and they're bombing passes going yeah. vertical, and then they tighten up, and then all of a sudden they're making some great. The defense makes some great plays, and they bow up and, mm -hmm. and make it make it tough for that offense to move. But uh, Blake Anderson was really uh, pleased with his defense and how well they're competing so far. I was pleased. That, that's something you you can't let one drive or one big play get you down. We talked about it in the meeting before we came out. There's going to be there's going to be give and take. You you got to respond, uh, get back up off the turf, and step back into the next punch and the next play. And they did that. Created two turnovers. Got themselves right back into the game in terms of the score. It's funny. We've been doing the scoring system for the last five six years, and it always comes down the last drive. It just inevitably it comes down the last drive. Had the defense got to stop. They would have gotten three points and they'd have won. Offense got a score and, and it, it won the game for them. So that's we wanted it to be competitive and nobody quitting made that possible. One of the biggest things about Utah State's defensively, and you brought this up to Bond, and I want to get to that comment in two in a bit, but like just the experience they have in that backfield is amazing and it creates a lot of really good depth. Like you got Cash Gilliam, you got Metsy, uh, Carter, Bond, like the list goes on. They've got plenty of depth there. And so the biggest thing is, you know, who's the vocal leader of that defense? Who is somebody that everybody can fall behind and rely on to be the guy to pick you up when you're down, to calm everybody's nerves? And Shaq Bond is that guy. And, you know, in regards to his leadership, he talks about it. He, he, he talks about the leadership of and what his role is now as a leader with the new coaching staff. Yes, sir. Uh, Coach Bonner do a great job of making me become a more vocal leader. Uh, I like to lead with my play. Um, I do a good job of leading my young players, but once they come into the game, you know, I'm not a person that's just going to yell at you or anything, but he wanted me to be a person to start getting on people and letting them know, like, you know, we need you. So he wanted me to uh, become just a better leader. Yeah, I think he's a great one to be a, uh, a Oh, leader. he's awesome. Uh, yeah. he's, he's a great Physical talent on the on the field, a great leader with what he does in his play. But I think he's also somebody that they look up to. He's a veteran. He's been here for a long time. He's made a lot of great plays. He's been very critical to uh, the defensive success uh, for Utah State over the years. So he's a very natural 
leader and someone I'd be happy to to get behind and lead and and follow. I should say having him as the leader. And you, your defensive backs are going to need to be better. Uh, I think last year we got lit up pretty good, especially by Dobbs of Nevada. He had a heyday against us. Fresno State's cat had a pretty good day yeah, against us. True. The year before was the same problem. So this year you're going to really need your defensive backs to be um, better. And Eric, I think one of those things is again we have that depth on the defense. Yes, sir. Um, like I said, we got a lot of positions that we needed from this past season that got filled, and um, they came in with a lot of juice, and it's looking real nice. So I'm pretty excited for this upcoming fall. He just does not give you. I mean, look, answers the question, keeps it short. We're done. <laughs> I love it. I love Shaq. Yeah. Uh, and there were a few key guys, uh, uh, defensive secondary guys, who didn't put their pads on. Yeah, Kem Haney, I don't think did. Did he? Um, yeah, Saturday. So there were there were a few guys that were missing, but. Um, I, I like the direction that, that it's headed. Sure. Um, last thing here, um, I want to hear flip the script over to the offense one last time. To hear from uh, Andrew Peasley, a couple of things uh, from him, and uh, just where he was talking about kind of just how things are progressing this year, how different things have been. Look, this is a team that only had like one or two practices last year before everything came to a screeching halt in the spring. So they really didn't have much time for development. Uh, but yet now they do. And uh, he's somebody that's been through it. He kind of got thrown into being a starter last year after Shelley's whole debacle. But uh, there is some significant progression now happening with this team, with this offense and with the quarterbacks and with him specifically. So uh, I thought it was interesting to hear Peasley talking about some of that progression that he's had and the offense has had compared to last year. I mean, a lot further, obviously. Uh, everything with COVID was kind of tough, you know, canceled. Um, not really football, but, like, life for everyone was a little tough. So just kind of getting back into the jump of things, um, school, in-class, like, in-person classes, um, being here with the team, having the locker room, being able to be around each other. It's all really good. So I, I feel like it's going really well. And perhaps maybe the one of the more awkward questions, besides one we've already discussed last hour, uh, but one of the more awkward questions, and, and just because, not that it was a bad question to ask, but it kind of put Peasley in an awkward position in how to answer. And that was about Logan Bonner. Uh, it's kind of the elephant in the room, the guy that could be still this very much could be the starter for Utah State in the fall. Hasn't really done anything in the spring, but uh, it, there is a there is a legitimate quarterback competition not just between Peasley and Cooper Lega, but also with a guy who we haven't really seen yet. <laughs> but Peasley was still very complimentary of his uh, teammate and somebody who could still become the starter. I mean, he's been hurt. Uh, man, we were competing against each other and racing and, uh, you know, team runs and stuff. But, you know, he, he's smart with football. Uh, he helps me out when he sees something, and I'll point something out when I see something, and just kind of in the film room because that's all you can really do right now. He just started throwing this week, so I, I think it'll go well. So yeah. I mean, he's still trying to. He, he wants the. He job. wants to compete. And he wants the job absolutely, but I think you got to understand like there's a reason why Coach Anderson brought Logan Bonner as a quarterback over here from AK State to here. Like he he sees something in Bonner, and he wants to. Uh, and he and he wants to be able to say, well, not only am I going to better the border, not only am I going to better the depth chart for quarterback, but I'm also going to create some serious competition. Like, ah, uh, 
Bonner, and, and I mean, no, and no disrespect to Calvin, but it's Bonner, Lagaw, and uh, Peasley. That's it. I mean, those are the three guys running at the starting job. Uh, and if you had a laser beam gun pointed in my head, um, and you asked me to make a starter right now, I'm, I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm saying Bonner, without and even taking a spring Be- snap. Just because of what you saw from watching, from his what film I've seen so far, a year ago. Uh, yeah, well, that. Uh, but I just think from what I've seen from the quarterback so far, like I haven't seen a clear cut candidate. I haven't seen one guy kill both scrimmages offensively as the quarterback. Usually, you do, right? I mean, that first quarterback does great in the first scrimmage. Does even better in the second scrimmage. And again, Cooper didn't throw a pick. He had two touchdowns, I believe. Uh, but, I mean, so he wasn't horrible. But uh, you just have this clear runaway guy maybe by at the end of spring. And we haven't seen Bonner yet. But from what I've heard, Bonner is uh, a very exciting quarterback. And is going to do a lot of good for this offense. And I guess I'm just in a position where I have to reserve judgment until I see Bonner. Until you see it, yeah. So I, I'm I have with to you. wait until the fall. Yeah, I'm shooting in the dark, absolutely. Because... Certainly, it means a lot if 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 you're the quarterback and you follow your coach to his new destination, they they want you to be here. I think that that probably says a lot about the direction that they're leaning. But until they get on campus and see what they really have, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. So, uh, how that looks in the fall and how everything comes into place, I I just I still have to reserve judgment until then. Yeah. I'm not Fair trying enough. to be a cop out. I just no, it's true. I mean, look, you do. We still got fall camp ahead of us. We don't know what it's but as of going to look like fully. What I've seen so far, I would be, I would put Peasley ahead of Legault. Basically, wow, really? After what happened in, in, on Saturday, and I had you have to consider live reps in real time games. Yeah, Peasley does have an edge. Interesting. All right, got to take another t- uh, time out here. Love to get your thoughts. If you were there at the scrimmage on Saturday, uh, who do you think is in the driver's seat? for the quarterback position uh, or other uh, positions that you saw or paying attention to, questions you may have about them, 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. And uh, also coming up, we'll see who won pick six. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Earth Day is coming up. We have some laundry units that are less stressful on the environment, energy efficient, and won't be in a landfill in two years. Our Maytag front load washers use less water and clean amazingly well. Plus, get $20 off our earth-friendly Excelsior laundry detergent with a purchase of select laundry pairs. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event is back. This year's prices are some of the best they've seen. In an effort to keep everyone safe, Earth Day will look a little different this year, running the entire week of April 19th through the 24th. Earth Day will only be held at Valley Recycling's facility at 145 North, 10th West. To limit overcrowding and to keep wait times minimal, appointments are required to drop off your recyclables. Schedule your appointment online at valleymetalrecycling.com. Snacks and cold drinks will be available. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event, April 19th through the 24th. For prices and drop-off appointments, visit valleymetalrecycling.com. Volcraft Utah Brigham City, a division of Newcore Steel and the nation's largest steel producer, is looking for qualified applicants for production positions in their steel joist plant. This position requires moderate to heavy lifting while working in a safety-oriented, fast-paced team environment with competitive pay, weekly bonuses, and benefits. Go to careers.newcore.com. Search entry-level production at Volcraft Utah. Submit your information. Watch for a Volcraft job fair in a few weeks. Newcore is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Male, female, disabled vets, and a drug-free workplace. 
The Cache Valley Media Group is looking to hire an administrative assistant slash traffic director. Duties include answering and directing calls, greeting public, data entry with a high level of accuracy, and daily scheduling of radio and digital messages. Must be computer literate, knowledge of Excel and Word, have basic accounting experience, the ability to multitask, learn and understand new software, a self-starter, and work well with others. Previous media experience is a plus but not required. Pay based on experience, benefits, and training provided. All inquiries kept confidential. Send your resume to jobs at cvradio.com. Interviews analysis and a little bit of fun mixed in the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan eric france and ajay here on the full court press how long you've been ignoring those text messages I haven't been ignoring them at all. As they come in, we share them. <laughs> Except when they text us uh, the wrong number. <laughs> He's Trying not the to first send one. us somewhere. You are not the first one to do that. No. It's happened before. Yes. Uh, 9463 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Okay. For the past few years, it just feels like the Aggies have lacked a central figure to the program outside of Jordan Love. I got like Bobby Wagner, the Vigil Brothers, Chucky, or Kerwin Williams. Who is that guy this year? Devin Tompkins. It's, I, I, it's either Devin or Shaq. But I don't think they have that that statue of figure like Jordan Love, Bobby Wagner, the Vigil Brothers, Kerwin Williams. I don't, I don't, I mean, they're, you're probably, I mean, they're the statue that stands for the team. But, I mean, the impact that those guys had was incredible. Yes. And that's true. nothing against DT. That's nothing against Shaq, but that's just, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, good point. It's a good throw, though. But I, I think, like that. I, I, I think of this squad this year, Devin Tompkins is likely that guy. Yes. In my mind. Yeah. Uh, 9315, did any of the quarterbacks have no interpretation in both games? I think he means no interceptions. Uh, yes, there is no interpretation of interceptions. <laughs> uh, yes, there yes. was. Uh, Cooper, no, sorry. Jeez, I got to get that. Uh, Peasley, I think, had one, and Calvin had one. So there's only two picks thrown. Saturday? Yeah. There's two interceptions thrown. Calvin and Peasley. Yep. There you go. And now you know. Okay, 9310. Great tackling. I thought it was odd that 95% of offensive plays had a wide receiver outside the numbers on both sides of the uh-huh. field. That wide receiver isn't available for a pass for several second lining up so far away. Hmm. What an observation that is. Yeah. I like that. It is, well, yeah. And I get it. Uh, and I don't think, I mean, I mean, maybe it's just to spread the field. Because on those RPOs, and I guess I say RPO, but I mean really, more more often than not, Peasley's taking that thing and running it. Uh, Cooper would look, but I think Cooper would usually hand it off as well. And I'm sorry, nine three one zero. I missed your previous text. Uh, great tackling all game, as mentioned again, but no bounce off the ball carrier like last year. Bounce off the ball carrier. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Like when they made contact, they. Brought him down. And I want to say, they talked a little bit about that. Like, uh, I think Shaq Bond talked a little bit about it. Just the need to tackle. Like, you, they had to be better tackling this year. 
because they were not good at tackling last year. And it was a huge issue with how many missed tackles they had. And so, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, the tackling is improved. As of right now, it's improved. Now, when you're facing Boise State, BYU, or, or you know, in Washington State, we'll see how really good it is. Uh, intern Coney, do you have the box from the first scrimmage? That is a great question. I'll look that up for you. Because 9315 wants to know if there were inter- what interceptions, if any, were thrown in the first scrimmage. Yes, there I were. there were. Um, I might even have that for you, too, actually. I think both Cooper and Andrew threw one. Cooper? Yeah, actually, yeah, I think Cooper did. Peasley did because he threw it for a pick six. That was like the final play, or it might have been the second to the final, last to the final play of the game. Um, Laga was 16 of 20 for 182, two touchdowns and one interception. Peasley had one interception. All in all, USU's four quarterbacks completed 32 of 56 passing for 383, two touchdowns and three interceptions. That was in scrimmage number one? Yes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Good question, though. Yeah, great question. Uh, but I I don't think Peasley was better on decision making this on this scrimmage than he was in the first scrimmage. I I thought his decision making was quicker, better, more decisive, put some confidence in the throws, which more was comfortable really nice. with the offense. Heavens, yeah, and and the, again, not no happy feet, which was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, again, if there was something that stood out to you from the blue white scrimmage on Saturday. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, in the meantime, I think, intern Cody, it's it's time we find out. It is time. To recap the weekend. That Eric already knows the results of. find out. That Eric knows the results of. Pick six. I do not know the results. This is all in intern Cody's hands. You're he so has full of it, power. dude. You were sitting here for five minutes talking with Cody and then I'm walking to the hallway and you're like, hold on, put the paper down. It'll make it seem like we're talking about work. So he puts the paper down and then you're discussing something else. And here we are. So congratulations on your... I'm not paying you. I'm paying him. You don't even know the results. I already know you You won. You're, you're faking me out again. You're doing the uh, voiceover fake. So <laughs> I'm going fake? With, yes. So I'm... Uh, I'm Cody... Uh, you're just preparing yourself. For the uh, exhilaration of victory. It's been like two months. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. All right, let's get to it. Uh, first question here, um, who will win the series between the Cubs and the Braves? <laughs> Can we do a cumulative score? No, there's no cumulative well, I don't know crap. If that help. Okay. Because both games two and three were just big-time blowouts. Dude, it was, it was that first inning yesterday was A ton was of fun. offense, not a whole That lot first defense. inning yesterday was a blast. Four home runs? Oh, yeah. oh, that was awesome. There was definitely something getting blasted. Nice. Aj, you're ahead. There yeah. you go. Shut up and read Braves the next one. You got it. No, Two shut up one. and read the next one. Joel drop. Embiid points versus the Clippers. Line set at 31 and a half. At, did he play? He did. He got 36 points. What? Ooh. Yeah, he did. Are you serious? Yeah. Eric took the over. Aj took the under. <laughs> Yes. So one and one. That piece of garbage. That was one I didn't know about. <laughs> I remembered my other two, but I couldn't remember my third one, what it was. <laughs> and here's the, the wild card uh, overall goals with the Islanders and Bruins. This was stupid. Five and a half. They had three. Eric took the under. Ajay took the over. Eric's ahead two to one. This is bull crap. Uh, Donovan. Oh, I was thinking of a different game. <laughs> You're so full of crap. I just want to throw this at you so badly. Go. Okay. Do- Donovan Mitchell points, uh, actually attempts versus the Pacers. Obviously, we know that Donovan went down hurt. Uh, line was set at 26 and a half. He had 15. 
Uh, both of you, both of you got the under. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out over there. So uh, it's three to two so far. Oh, this one was. Yeah, Clippers versus uh, Sixers. More points. Uh, Simmons or Kawhi. <laughs> Combined between the both of them, they had fifteen <laughs> points. Ben Simmons had twelve. Kawhi had three. What? Yeah. Uh, Eric took Ben Simmons. Ajay took Kawhi. You so don't. Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. Uh, Curry made threes versus the Cavs. Line set at nine and a half. He made four. Eric took the under. Ajay took the over. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> this is such bull crap. Wow. This, this is, is bull. Great. No, this is bull crap, and you know it. This is great. I don't even want to play anymore. Five to two. No one cares about the get, score. I thought it was going to get I just wanted to be Hey, Vegas needed to know so that they could, you know, they have their no, own betting on no, you guys. Oh, like, shut it. Listen, no, don't give me that, oh, yeah, gee, oh, shucks, I won again. Gee, you knew you won. No, I did not. Yes, you did. Cody, you're getting Eric's gift this I thought week. it was going to get rocked. That's Except fine. I'm, I'm giving Eric's, and you know what, Cody? I had four. Since you're being a jerk, I, well, I'm you're going to give the gift. Dude, no, why would quiet. you kill the messenger? You I, I don't even get paid. Why would you do this that? Thing is rigged. Down what eat. do you think is more rigged? The, the Kings-Lakers 0-2 series or the pick six? Because it's starting to become pick six really quickly. Um, I'm the Jazz. He's the Lakers. Let's rig it so he wins every time. That's a really fun game, guys. Well, the NBA's been doing it for years. I mean, like, it seems like they like it. All right, I commit to you. This week, when we do a pick six, I will vote. Complete opposite of what my no my head and no. my heart tell me. No, I don't want. I don't know. I don't want your pity parties. No, and then he'll take it out on me. <laughs> yeah, king right, Cody. <laughs> I will. I will go opposite of my instinct. Wait, Cody, you're not here till Thursday, though, huh? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm here on Thursday, so I'll be back. He'll Thursday. be here for, for the pick six. six, so I can get yelled at on the next following Monday. Like. <laughs> That's what the people want. (laughs) It's not the pick six. It's the let's yell at Cody on Monday and then find out what he did wrong on Thursday. No, Cody, if you weren't such a bully, maybe people wouldn't yell at you all the time. You're just part of this uh, culture of of today where no one will take personal responsibility for making mistakes. Nobody will take personal responsibility for making mistakes, huh? Really? Oh, that's funny. Coming from you. Like you, you clearly... Have a hard time with this game. No. And it's always somebody else's. No, it's always shut somebody it. else's. Fight me. Balls. Fight me. No. Bull crap. If we were playing Monopoly, you would have flipped the board a while ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you guys would have cheated. And you I don't took, cheat. And you, no, you guys would have teamed up. I can't and win. And boardwalk from me. And you would have organized the cards so I get a go to jail every like, time. Every week, you control half of the options. Bull. And you can rig it. In any way what do you, you mean want. rig it? You can come up with any line you want. By the way, I think I took Ben Simmons and not Kawhi. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I guarantee you didn't. Because <laughs> you guys went opposite. Oh, here we go. 9315 has some good oh, advice. Oh, look. Leon Rose is participating. Oh, yeah. oh, oh member number Leon, four. What do you got like, to say? Chiming in on the Guild Mortgage text line. If Ajay wouldn't speak it into happening, him losing, he might win pick six someday. Hey, Leon. You know what? You freaking block your number. Huh? I'll speak that into existence. We got a minute left. 
got a minute to Cody out. Let's yeah, do please, it. Give it to Just me. rip him a new Let's one. Okay, so Cody, has, has yeah. you to do no, with don't Cody. don't try Leave to stick up for this. him. No, because you two are on the he same just, team. He's you, just you two what are he in cahoots. That's cool. Okay, all right, nice. That's funny. Okay, but you know, it's not funny anymore. Listen, just just say it. By out the way, loud, I'm Andre. getting you a gift, but you're gonna have to give it to your wife because you don't deserve it That's either. That's fine. Just say it out loud that you're gonna win next week. Just say it. I'm gonna lose next week because you're gonna rig it. There it is. There's a siren. The air raid. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Sorry. I'll look forward to it. You're not sorry. I really so am. You Truly, I am. I'm not getting you in. I'm getting his wife something. We have eight seconds. Yeah, we have eight but seconds. I won. I don't care if you won. You've won for two months, and you rigged over. My treat drawer is starting to get low. No. Oh, yeah.